You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You guys are 19 and 7 this season when Kelly Olenek attempts eight or more shots. Um, have you guys tried to make more of an effort to feed him the ball? Like you guys in, in the fourth quarter? Or I think he's just being more aggressive. I mean, I think guys have always tried to give him the ball in the right spots. He's, he's less hesitant to shoot. He's less hesitant to be aggressive. He's less hesitant to be a, you know, a, a guy that we ex- all expect to shoot the ball and score the ball. I mean, he, there's no reason he, he shouldn't. He puts in enough time to be a good shooter and score. And so, um, you know, whether that is learning where his spots are, whether that is feeling more comfortable, more experienced, whatever it is, it's never been a skill or a desire issue from our part. We've always wanted him to shoot it. Celtics win, 113-94 on the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Yes, I'm the boss. Interesting fourth quarter tonight. Uh, starters played well, but it seemed like it was Kelly Olynyk's night. He had the man bun going. What are your thoughts on his performance and sort of powering the Celtics uh, through an impressive fourth quarter? Yeah, I think he finished finished off with Jared Sully just started in the first quarter. Sully had a great first quarter. Sully came in the fourth. Jared uh, Kelly came in the fourth quarter, scored nine points. I think it might have been the actual first nine points of the quarter. In the game, the Celtics had a plus 61 net rating in Olympics minutes, and what that means is the Celtics scored 61 points more per 100 possessions when Olympic was on the floor. So I think the spacing he provided, the shooting, the scoring, really made a huge impact tonight. And it's kind of what he's done all year. The Celtics have a 17-9 record in games that Olympic merely shoots eight or more shots. Doesn't matter if he hits them. 17-9, I think whenever he has a good game, or at least he gets the ball, the Celtics kill it. How important do you think his three-point shooting has been this season? I mean, he only took two, two three-point shot, uh, shots attempts tonight, but it seemed like he was bending the defense, really able to exert his will in a number of different ways. Do you think his improvement has helped the offense uh, as a whole? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, after the game, I asked Brad about that stat. 17-9 when he shoots over eight times and I, I mentioned are you guys trying to feed him the ball more and Brad said no he's just being more aggressive so if that's true if they really aren't feeding him the ball more then I think yeah his improvement has happened internally which has helped the Celtics because they need him to be a good player the stats show it historically last year and this year they they do well when he does well and I think the reason why is because they're going to get something every night from guys like Isaiah Thomas from guys like Avery Bradley for the most part so when they get that third guy to come in and make a huge impact scoring the ball, 
that makes them like a 50-plus win team, essentially, when he has those types of games. So his improvement now, he's one of four players shooting 50% or better since Thanksgiving. It, it makes them a super, super effective team that could really, I think, make a run towards the end of the season, much like last year. Now, I don't report in these games too often. It's normally Jared Weiss in this, in this seat. Let's talk about another guy, Marcus Smart, because I'm sure it's very rare that the four bench players are the guys with the mics after the game. Yeah. And tonight it was the night with Jarepko, Turner, Smart, yeah. and Olenek. Let's talk about Smart. He led the team with three steals tonight, and he seemed to really dominate on defense as he has over the course of the season. Yeah, Marcus Smart, I think, even just the way the guys talk about him, whether it's his bench, bench, bench unit or the stars, they talk about how much of an impact he makes when he's on the floor, whether he's getting steals like he did tonight or just merely playing hard-nosed defense. I think he's one of those guys that just makes big plays and big moments. He's a guy that sets the tone. One of those players where stats don't always tell the whole story. So, like, offensively, he might miss a lot of shots some nights, but when he's hitting the three, he's an effective two-way player. But he's always going to give you defense, and I think that's always going to give him a role on the team. Is this what the Celtics kind of imagine going into this season? It seems like the over the course of the past few games and even uh, over the streak where the Celtics scored over 100 points, that Brad Stevens has kind of settled in on a, on a nice rotation, mostly nine. Zeller gets in here and there, and you know David Lee's been riding the pine. Do you th think that's really helped them grow as a team? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you make a good point about with the rotation being tightened. Um, basically nine guys have played for almost the entire month. They've super glued David Lee to the bench. R.J. Hunter and Jordan Mickey and Terry Rozier are just playing in the D-League now. So I think guys are just focused on their roles. They know what to expect when it comes to their role responsibility. So I think that definitely plays a key, especially with their shooting, because when, when shots aren't falling, it doesn't matter if it's in the NBA. It doesn't matter if you're playing street ball. If you're tense, if, if you're not relaxed, shots aren't going to fall. And I think there's kind of been a trend this year that when they have a, a tight rotation, they're playing well offensively. It kind of happened a little bit in December before guys got hurt, before Smart got hurt. I thought they had a really hot streak shooting the ball, and then he got hurt, and then everything fell apart, and they, they stunk shooting. But now they have it, and I think they're back. It seems like the Celtics have sorted things out nicely. Let's talk about the magic for a little bit. They bring in Scott Skiles this year. Normally in the first year, they really improve on defense, which they have, their offense has not been as good as, as they had imagined, I'm sure. Do you think there's a lot of similarities between their team and the Celtics, just based on the fact that they do have a lot of parity at a number of different positions, and they sort of haven't figured things out as far as a developmental standpoint? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they were one of the best teams, I mean, in the East in December, and this month they've lost what? I think this was their eighth loss in a row. I think so, yeah. um, pretty unbelievable when you think about how they they've fallen off so quickly. But, I mean, they have a lot of nice players. They have Aaron Gordon, who is one of my top prospects in 2014. I think he's, he's like, not Kawhi Leonard, but he's a guy who can defend a lot of different positions. He's a guy who can do a different, different things on offense. Victor Oladipo, solid player. Alfred Payton, developing as a point guard, improving his shot. And Mario Hazonia, I mean, I think he kind of shows what you're talking about. He's just not ready yet. Super talented player, but he can't defend right now. Evan Turner kind of ate him alive at certain points today. But that's what happens with young teams. We've seen it with the Celtics. We're seeing it right now with the Magic. As the game started, it seemed like Sullinger was the focal point on offense. I'm not sure if that was on purpose or they just had a nice matchup uh, there early on. They wanted to feed the big guy down low. 
Do you think it was uh, just the flow of the offense, or did they? You think they really wanted to get Sollinger involved early on a, on a nice matchup? I think they did because of Aaron Gordon. I think Gordon can defend a lot of different guys. He's a great defender as a second-year player, but he can't defend a big, three hundred pound guy like Jared Sollinger. So definitely attacked him early and it helped them build a little bit of an early lead. I thought they were great. Um, they were. I thought they were clearly the difference in the game. Um, you know, they they. In the first half, I thought had a pretty good rhythm. In the second half, they got into a really good rhythm. It was kind of like a lot like the other night. That start of the fourth quarter kind of separated the game, and um, they they're playing well together. And you know, there's each of those guys is doing a lot um, right now, and, and really trying to play to their strengths. It's been good. Here's the grandstand play of the day. Download Grandstand on iTunes or Grandstand.me. I'm here with Kevin O'Connor uh, from Celtics Blog. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas had a rare quiet night, 27 mm -hmm. minutes, which is really nice, giving him a little bit of a rest in front of his, uh, his buddy, uh, Money Mayweather. <laughs> what are your thoughts on his play and going to the All-Star game and uh, you know, whether he deserved a nod or, or not? Oh, yeah, I mean, Isaiah completely deserved it. I think he... I think I always think back to something Brad Stevens said last season about the Atlanta Hawks, Jeff Teague. He mentioned how he plays like a superstar in his role. And I think that's exactly what Isaiah Thomas does for the Celtics. It shows in the way teams game plan for him. It shows in his performance. He's one of 21 players averaging at least 20 points a game this season. And of those 21 players, he leads in assist turnover ratio. So not only is he being a shot maker for the Celtics, but he's being a playmaker. He's creating for his teammates. We saw that tonight with eight assists. Granted, he had four, four, four turnovers. It's going to happen. I thought he had a solid night, even though it didn't happen scoring the ball. Pre-game, he was very, very cognizant, very aware of mentioning his teammates and mentioning Brad Stevens and his development. Does the Celtics squad, I mean, it's an NBA, there's a lot of individual mm -hmm. talent, a lot of individual players up with their own contracts, but as a team, does the Celtics feel a little bit more close-knit, um, have better relationships with one another, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I've really only been in Celtics locker rooms for three years, so I've only seen Brad Stevens' teams. But this team does feel kind of tight, like more than the others. Um, that's probably because they're winning. Yeah, that <laughs> helps. Winning <laughs> helps everything, but especially when you have the guys that they do in this locker room. And you mentioned Isaiah Thomas kind of mentioning his teammates yeah, last night on Twitter and again today. I think that says a lot about his personality. Guys before have talked before about how he'll, like, scratch you on the court. He'll, he'll punch you on the court. But off the court, he's the nicest guy. He's quiet. He's a family guy. And I think guys like him. I, I mean, I think in a, he might not be a vocal leader, but he is a leader by example. And the guys really respond to that, and they appreciate how good of a guy he is. So I think it, I'm happy for his teammates, and I'm sure they're happy for him. So it's really nice to see for Isaiah Thomas. And you know he's been fighting ever since. Last pick in the NBA yeah. draft in uh, 2011, Jimmer Fredette was selected in the first round, which gives you <laughs> sort of perspective on how a tough science the draft oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of got the the wrong mantra about him being a gunner, being a kind of a ball yeah. hog early on in his career, and I know that Phoenix stint was a, it was a strange stint in Phoenix oh, yeah. with the three point guards. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's done a lot to kind of repair his image, even though he probably didn't have to, yeah. but among NBA fans and among uh, NBA analysts like yourself? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I mentioned the assist turnover ratio before. He kind of came in with a gunner reputation, 
and now he's one of the guys who not only scores a lot of points, but he creates effectively for his teammates. Maybe that's partially because of the system, maybe it's partially because of his mindset. Whatever it is, it's happening. And I think that says a lot about his ability to improve as a player, especially considering the fact that he's only five foot nine. One of the first players, one, I think the ninth player in NBA history to make the all-star team under six feet tall. So what can you say about Isaiah Thomas? He's beat the odds and it's very impressive. It's good to see. I mean, I've always wanted to be all-star. I always wanted to, to lead a team and, and to be a starter, all those little things. Um, but it's just, I guess, all working out, working itself out. But I'm not, I'm not satisfied. I mean, I, I expect those types of things out of myself. With all my teammates, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't be in this position. Like I said, they, they embrace me for who I am. They, they love me for what I do. And, and without them setting screens for me, getting me open, and, and just being who they are, without that, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be in consideration. So that, that, that award, I guess you can say, that, that goes to this team. I mean, this team is an all-star team, not just myself. <laughs> We don't guard, we won't win. Um, and, you know, that needs to be a big part of our makeup for us to be successful. What do you think of the... Everybody's good to go. What do you think of the uh, job Rob Pennington's done putting together as a magic roster? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you talk to people all around the league and certainly our staff and, and our players. And, um, they've done a great job with the roster. And, um, you know, I, I think really highly of Scott and the coaching job that he's done. And but these guys have given us fits every time we played them. The athleticism, the length, the the um, multiple um, positions that a lot of these guys can play. Um, it's a good young roster with a lot of good young talent. Right, last time you played, they dominated on the glass too. I mean, what problems did they pose in that? Yeah, the last time they played, they smashed us. I mean, so that's. Bottom line is we didn't have an answer for anything last time. They back cut us, they rebounded us, they um, ran on us, they drove us. So we've got to play a lot better than we did last time to have a chance to win. And um, you know the the uh, the good news is we've been pretty consistent for the last couple of months of giving ourselves a chance to win. But that was an example of not. I mean, we just took you know they they really took it to us the last time we were there. Seems like you guys are. I remember in the past they being maybe one home and home over the course of the season. You guys had a couple yeah. this year. What are the? I think I remember you saying you wanted to be a fan of them. What are the challenges that you You know, I, I, it doesn't bother me a ton. I mean, I think you got to play all the games, and um, I think the the good part is is that you know you really get a chance not only to focus on your opponent, but maybe take a take a breath and focus on your team because you're not playing a different team the next night. Um, but I think the. Uh, you know, the tough part is you just want kind of that, you know, that variety um, throughout the season. But it's not either way. It's the next game on the schedule. And, you know, this will give us an opportunity to evaluate how we play tonight and figure out what changes we need to make. Isaiah was in the All-Star team, obviously. And then a lot of NBA players sent out their congratulations to him. seemed really excited for him. What is it about him that makes guys excited for him? Well, I think just like anything else, first of all, Isaiah is a – a guy that works really hard. He's got a great, contagious personality. People like being around him, so people will root for people like that. And then I think they're also drawn to the the underdog, right? The guy who was the 60th pick in the draft. That's you know under six feet. That 
plays with a chip on his shoulder. I think people are drawn to that. And um, but you know, all that said, he he earned it as being one of the guys in the in the league that has played at that level thus far. And so, you know, our guys were all happy for him. It's good to see others were too. Uh, certainly, we are. And, you know, it's a great experience and a great opportunity for him. Anything different with him today? Was he talking back or big time in your stuff? <laughs> I didn't talk to him about it today at all. He actually called me last night right when he found out, and we had a great conversation. But, you know, I don't, I don't worry about that stuff too much with him, Steve, because I think the biggest thing is that this guy's got to this point because he – because he's got a drive that very few people have, you know, and I don't see him being satisfied by by much. What was up with that conversation? You say he called you. And, what do you call you about? Say thank you and stuff. Or uh, just to let me know that he had heard from um, the NBA. So it was, it was it was fun to it was it was fun to you know hear his enthusiasm, hear his excitement in that moment. Brad, you said after what are you doing on the offensive? Spacing the floor and moving the ball. I mean, I think we've been um, we've been better spacing the floor recently. We're better when we move the ball, and obviously that helps you when you get better shots, make shots. We've been better offensively in the last month, and knock on wood, hopefully that continues. Brad, you said after last game you don't really pay attention to steals or turnovers. Is there a defensive metric that you do value? Yeah, uh, probably more than anything, just the opponent's field goal percentages, more effective field goal percentages. Um, you know, one of the things that the other areas, the free throw rate and rebounding, we have not been good good enough yet in those two areas. Um, and it, to be honest, the, the overall numbers kind of strike me because we haven't been very good in those two areas. Usually you have to be a little bit better to be as good as we've been overall. So um, maybe there's a, a flaw in the numbers somewhere, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think that to me, it's what are you holding your opponents to from an effective field goal percentage? Right, you've talked about the benefits of Portland having guys going. What do you think about Jordan making the league all-star team? Oh, the benefits of Maine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been great to have not only the opportunity for those guys to go up and play, but then to play in such a in a system and a style that is so um, similar to ours and. Um, you know, the coaches are around us all the time, and Scott does a great job of heading that up. Um, so when our guys go there, there should be a lot of familiarity, and there should be a lot of, you know, just you're putting on a different uniform and you're playing, and you're getting your opportunity. You know, I think really highly of Jordan. He's disappointed that he came down with the ankle sprain because I think he's got a lot of good things going for him, and he's been really consistent up there every single night. And I think the biggest thing about Jordan that you'll you know, you'll all see more of down the road, but is he is a consistent personality. You know, he works the same way. He is doesn't change his demeanor. Um, he's going to play the same way in, in Sioux Falls that he will, you know, in a D-League game or Portland, Maine in a D-League game that he will when he gets his opportunity in the Contributions from a lot of players, but can you talk about the play of your bench, please? Yeah, I, th I thought they were great. Um, they were. I thought they were clearly the difference in the game. Um, you know, they they in the first half I thought had a pretty good rhythm. In the second half, they got into a really good rhythm. It was kind of like a lot like the other night. That start of the fourth quarter kind of separated the game, and um, they they're playing well together. And you know, there's each of those guys is doing a lot. Um, right now and, and really trying to play to their strengths. It's been good. Coach, uh, uh, 
I overheard you in the hall there, but Marcus, uh, back in December when he was out, you guys were struggling, you kept, you were adamant about Marcus coming back. What is it that he contributes that maybe doesn't meet the eye? Well, I think obviously the defensive stuff, he's starting to feel better about shooting it because he's, you know, like I said, he, he, he didn't get much time in the gym when he was out just because of the nature of his injury as far as shooting the basketball. So now he's, you know, he's clearly in a better rhythm than when he first came back. Probably more importantly, the guys that are playing with him, um, I think they've adjusted nicely to each other, but it took them a while to, especially that, again, that, that second group. I mean, there's, there's times where they're, they're playing well enough where you want to play them for 18 straight minutes or, you know, 16 straight minutes. But, um, you know, Marcus is a guy that, that adds value to the group defensively for sure. And then with the way we like to play, I, I like having multiple ball handlers on the floor at once. And, you know, he can play off the ball, post a little, or play with it. Coach, from, from the very outset, Jared Sollinger was giving you guys good scoring. Was it by design or did it just happen to the floor of the game? Um, well, they, they, they had a matchup on that we felt like we could post. We didn't realize that, obviously, until the game started. Um, they switched that soon thereafter. Um, but, uh, you know, he, the first play was an option for him. But other than that, you know, it's more about seeing how the flow of the game is going and then reading and reacting and finding the right basketball play, not necessarily one, getting one person going. Yeah, and, and just, you know, last time you guys played them back in November, there were some problems for you guys around the basket. Tonight, plus 18 on points in the paint, just what was the key to the turnaround? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that we did a better job defensively than we did that night. But, you know, um, they still back cut us a few times, still offensive rebounded on us at the start of the third quarter, especially that I remember, and um, still did some things that gave us fits. So, I mean, like I've said before, this, you know, playing a team now twice in two days, um, they'll be a lot better on Sunday, and we'll have to be a lot more alert on some of those things I just mentioned. Coach, Jonas was perfect across the board tonight. What did you see really out of him in terms of the confidence of his shots? Yeah, I mean, he, I think the 10 rebounds was something, too. I mean, that, that that's a really good thing moving forward. Um, he's active. Um, he feels comfortable. I think he's pretty set in, in, in you know, how he's going to impact us. And, you know, it was, it was good to see him stretch the floor. They put their five on him during one stretch because they wanted their four to guard Kelly, and then they flipped that in the second half. And that's kind of what those two guys can, can do together is stretch the floor um, and allows some room for our other guys to, you know, put the ball on the floor and get to the rim like Evan and Marcus did, et cetera. Coach, uh, Isaiah said before the game he couldn't, couldn't be an all-star without his teammates. And then he goes out tonight, he has eight assists and four in, in the first quarter. I think that's kind of a testament to that. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be the guy. He can get contributions from the rest of his teammates. Yeah, I mean, I think he's doing a good job of, of um, trying to set other guys up. He draws a lot of attention. He drew a lot of attention with the ball tonight right when he got it, right when he came off screens. It's pretty evident that he was going to have a lot of eyes on him. And so he had to make the right basketball play that – the thing that I think is a better testament to that is he's probably the loudest guy on the bench when he's not playing. You know, he's he's extremely engaged in the game. He's always talking. Um, he's always um, cheering for his teammates. Um, and we've got a great bench with that. That's you know, it's, it's he's just 
that's a testament to who he is. I mean, he, he's enjoying being a part of a, of a group first and foremost. Yeah, Coach, uh, defensively, you guys did a lot of doubling early on with Vucevic. How big of a point of emphasis was it to really try to limit and contain his impact? Pretty significant. We play him Sunday, so pretty significant. <laughs> Um, Brad, you guys are 19 and 7 this season when Kelly Olenek attempts eight or more shots. Um, have you guys tried to make more of an effort to feed him the ball like you guys did in the fourth quarter? So? I think he's just being more aggressive. I mean, I think guys have always tried to give him the ball in the right spots. He's, he's less hesitant to shoot. He's less hesitant to be aggressive. He's less hesitant to be a, you know, a, a guy that we ex all expect to shoot the ball and score the ball. I mean, he, there's no reason he, he shouldn't. He puts in enough time to be a good shooter and scorer. And so, um, you know, whether that is learning where his spots are, whether that is feeling more comfortable, more experienced, whatever it is, it's never been a skill or a desire issue from our part. We've always wanted him to shoot it. It's been, it's been uh, working pretty well as of late. And uh, just making sure our energy is there. Do you think the personality of the bench has started to come along? I haven't. Do you think the identity of that bench is starting to come along? I mean, it's consistent because, you know, guys aren't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think we started to figure out rotation a little bit more. And I think most of the year, we, we've been getting, getting it done for the most part. Uh, from what I remember, you know, we always cut it on knees or push knees back. Uh, you know, we do what we need to do. So that, that's, you know, that's what it is. And we, we be killing in practice, too. So, I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can you know, it's a session. Mm -hmm. How often do you guys win in the practice? <laughs> it's, it's been like, uh, what, what do UConn girls go like? A year and a half? <laughs> <laughs> we've been like at that level for us, bro. So it's, it's been low-key. Nobody's been writing about it. But we've been, uh, we've been confident. And what, what works well with you and Marcus to cut there together? I think something in regards to, uh, you know, I just think you play, you know, energy and smart is to, you know, he's going to force the issue in general, he's going to make something happen. So he breaks the door open and I, and I just, you know, walk in, you know. So we just try to play hard and, and that's it. Why is this game so much different than when you guys went down there and really got handled? Um, I think, you know, once again, he fought for us and, you know, I think we uh, matched the intensity. And, you know, they played great out there. They really played great. And, you know, I think we, we, we had a click in and, you know, we went on a run and we kept the run up. You know, basketball's a game of runs. And, you know, obviously it's easy to say, you know, you can take away things and make to do, but, you know, it was a great night for us and we all, we were all clicking on cylinder. You played Berkman earlier, you had a blowout game at home, and you know, it's obviously tough to play a team two days later after you blow them out. What do you have to do to adjust? Once again, just learning from that situation, we got to be mature, and, uh, you know, we really have to just come out and, and compete and assert ourselves and, uh, you know, throw, you know, hit first. And, Today is over, and you know it's a new team, and they're going to a new day and a new game, and they're going to try to defend their home court, and you know it's going to you know be on their mind of what occurred tonight. Do you want to play Mayweather to come to all your games? Uh, uh, I guess uh, that'll be cool, right? And uh, I guess it'll be straight. I mean, it's for IT, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, you can't really say much, you know. What's the last 24 hours like for you? It's been different, I guess you could say. I mean, a lot of people have been contacting me. It's, 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 it's been 
It's been nice though. I mean, I'm trying to just enjoy enjoy the moment. Um, it really hasn't hit me yet, but it's 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 an enjoyable moment. Coach said you guys had a, you called him had a nice little conversation. What was you don't have to share all the details, but what was that like in terms of you know guys kind of put you in the position to? Um, he just said you deserve it. I mean, you 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 work for it. You first and works as hard as you do and and loves the game as much as you do. You deserve it and continue to just be yourself, continue to get better. And he said, now the good thing about this is something else needs to motivate you. You need to take your game to a higher level. And that's that's the plans. I, I mean, that's what I have planned anyway. So, I mean, he's just, he's been someone that's been in my corner since I've, since I've met him. And I mean, without him and my teammates, I definitely wouldn't be in this position. They, 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 they oh my bad, they, um, they really embrace who I am, and that, that means a lot. So you're not just gonna kick back and say, like, I made it now, score everything else? Oh, nah, nah, nah. We, we're trying to get more. So, I mean, never satisfied, but definitely trying to get more. Is this a, a goal that you set, even back on, like, when you first got drafted and thinking about, like, I want to be in this position one day? Of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one. I mean, I've always wanted to be an all-star. I always wanted to. To, to lead a team and, and to be a starter, all those little things. Um, but it's just, I guess, all working out, working itself out. Did yeah. you feel like the work, the work out as well with Hansen Boston? Um, I mean, when it, when it happened, like when I got traded, I, I, I wouldn't have thought it would be what it is right now. But just being around the, my teammates and being around this organization, even last year when we made the playoffs, I, going into the offseason, I felt like, it was realistic. I felt like, with given the opportunity, I, I I could be all star. We could be one of the top teams in the East, and and that's that's just one of my goals. And, and I I was able to achieve it. You've talked about trying to be one of the best little guys ever. You're the first guy your height since 1979 to be in the All Star game. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. I mean, I guess I'm going in the right direction. Um, but I'm not I'm not satisfied. I mean, I, I expect those types of things out of myself. I think if you hold yourself to a, to a higher standard, things that happen, you just just go with the flow. Isaiah, like when you were at Cardinals, people said you would never play in the dog. Yeah. Declare, people said you would never play in the NBA. I mean, you have, have you had a chance to reflect on kind of the beginnings and like the doubters and what everyone kind of said about you? Um, I've, I've thought about it, and I asked myself yesterday, what can they say now? But. They'll find something. <laughs> I mean, if, if they talk bad about Kobe and, and those type of guys, that I'm not I'm not close as good as them. So they they'll find something. But it's it's not about them right now. I'm just enjoying the moment and I'm excited about what what happened last night. And I'm excited about just looking forward to the end of this season and, and just going as far as possible. Thanked your teammates on Twitter last night. I don't think a lot of guys do that whenever they make the All Star team. Yeah. Why do you think it was important to do that? Because without without my teammates, I'm I mean, I wouldn't be in this position. Like I said, they they embrace me for who I am. They they love me for what I do, and and without them setting screens for me, getting me open, and, and just being who they are, without that, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be in consideration. So that 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 award, I guess you can say that that goes to this team. I mean, this team is an all star team, not just myself. So. Other than the game, is there any other event or part of All Star Weekend you're looking forward to? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the the, the rookie sophomore game. 
Marcus Smart, he's gonna he's gonna have a hell of a game. I'm looking forward to him getting the MVP and uh, and also um, Jordan Mickey's game. So got to keep it in the family, man. It takes practice time and it takes game to, to play together. And I think we're starting to find each other on the court and we're starting to get a rhythm and it's uh, starting to show. With that rhythm, Jonas, how confident were you really with your shots tonight? Also, um, yeah, my teammates just got me in open spots, and uh, you know we played uh, we played well. We moved the ball. We got we got everybody open shots. So uh, knocked them down today, and it felt good. Jonas, you've been you're a pretty good rebounder. You don't, not, don't get ten rebounds every game, but yeah, why why are you a good rebounder? Uh, I just feel like I can get every ball, so I'm just gonna go after almost every every one, and uh, you know uh, energy and. And if you're decisive, it's going to get you a few rebounds, uh, especially if you're playing hard. So I just try to go after all of them. For you personally right now, in the last few weeks, the rotation's got a little more set. You're playing time a little more secure. How much has that just helped you from oh, the office? Uh, I mean, that's, that's all, you know. You, you want to be out there and you want to you want to get consistent time, and it's going to make you a better player. But if not, you just got to put in the work in the practice site and stay ready when your number's called. So, uh, but I've been uh, been able to find my rhythm a little bit, and it's it feels good. Just being the four in that small lineup, it just seems like that's it's like your niche, that groove, and it yeah. creates matchup problems. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's where I came in last year and uh, made an impact, and I feel like yeah, that's a good position for me. Uh, but at the same time, when we move the ball like we did, I don't think it matters any position. We just find the open man and, and play good basketball tonight. In regards to the rotation, does it feel like guys are looser and? Yeah, I feel like we're we're finding our way, like I said, and, and uh, you know, uh, definitely starting to starting to feel a rhythm out there, playing with the same guys. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, second year we move ball great. Um, you know, uh, I think I think we did a good job. How's this season been for you? Minutes were kind of up and down earlier. Now yeah. kind of settling into your role. Like. Um, I'm getting used to it. You know, I've been in the league for this is my seventh year, so I know how the league goes. It's up and down, and you just got to stay with it. Um, so you can't get too low on your lows, and you can't get too high on your highs. So I just got to keep a steady rhythm and work hard. And, and uh, it's a long season, and, and we're doing good right now. We just got to gotta keep working. Your success there and just proceeding. You know, we're just moving the ball, getting out in transition, getting easy, uh, easy stuff to the hoop, just playing together. Um, you know, both on the floor, getting stops as well. And, can't go on a 15 on rebel against stops. How would you say that? You know, I think we're coming together well. I mean, you know, this last little bit, we, we played pretty well together, I think. You know, the first year and the second year, and, you know, we had that continuity and just playing, you know, getting used to each other and playing together and, you know, really kind of carving out roles. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, that's uh, another you know, physical big defender on the wing or in the guard spot for us that you know can rebound, you know, pass and and score the ball. It's, it's huge on both ends of the floor for us, and it really just brings positive energy. You have been shooting the three a lot better lately too. How does that open things up for you guys? Uh, I've said this you know, after every game. Anytime anybody's making threes on our team, it helps. Uh, you know, threes are contagious, and one of those contagious things probably next to the common flu. But um, if you know, if he's making threes, Jonas is making threes, you know, whoever it is, Jay, Avery, you know, Evan, you know, when everybody's making threes, you, you can't, you got to guard people differently, you know, you can't help as much, you're going to get open lanes, you're going to get run outs, you're going to get you know, offensive rebounds, it just opens everything up.
they handled you guys pretty well down there last time you guys played. I mean, how much did you kind of look back on that game in terms of things you needed to do differently? Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. We knew they were going to be tough. Um, you know, they played well down there last time against us. Um, but, you know, we knew we had to come on and do something different. And, you know, hopefully they did that. No, it's, we just played together. We played on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, down there we just weren't ourselves. And, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a different game and different story this time. You've been using the hashtag Kelly for three to try to get you in the three-point contest. When you get hot in the floor, you're approving the hashtag, hashtag Team Kelly. Yeah, I approve of that. <laughs> I can eat a lot, though, so. <laughs> they made a couple of runs at you in the second half. Um, what was it? Yeah, I mean, they, they started out on a little bit of a run, but, you know, teams are going to go on runs. You're not going to be able to pull away the whole game and just, you know, kind of cruise. You're going to have to, you know, weather storms, you know, stop runs. And, you know, the thing is you can't turn a five-point five swing into, you know, 10 or 12. you got to, you know, cut it off there and, you know, bring it back down. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't able to go down on that trip. I watched her. I never even tell the difference between her and now. And uh, I compared the games to her. Everything increased. So I intensity on both ends. It's good to see. Uh, we have a big test coming up Sunday. And we're going to play the same team again, especially after the New Year's here on their home court. And they're going to play their home court. Marcus, what's working on? I'm not going to play uh, just our intensity, you know, you know, the ball's moving on the and everybody's touching the spots, everybody's the ball, you know, the defense and everybody's coming each other out. Brad said, you know, you can tell you guys are comfortable, you guys took a little bit to kind of learn each other on those, and now you feel pretty strong. Definitely, you know, you have unique people out there that are very versatile and can play, you know, multiple positions, so trying to figure out where they're going to, you know, work out with and who they're going to work out with. It's hard, especially for any team, you know, uh, coming at and a young team at that. So, you know, but we've been progressing and we've been uh, having good success. With You've been shooting the three ball a lot better in the last few games. What do you think you that? Uh, I've been able to get in the gym, you know, get my shots up and, and get my repetition. That boy swimming on the bridge. What, what? Did you make any minor mechanical, mechanical adjustments to your shot or just oh, reps? Reps. That's it. You know, the form and everything's the same. It's just getting the shots up. Uh, uh,